Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill, and today is the second day of March. So glad that you are here and choosing to center yourself around the scriptures individually, collectively, and in community. Today we are continuing in the book of Numbers, Numbers chapters 16 and 17, and this week we're reading the New International Version. Numbers chapter 16. Korah, son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and certain Reubenites, Dathan, and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, became insolent and rose up against Moses. With them were 250 Israelite men, well-known community leaders who had been appointed members of the council. They came as a group to oppose Moses and Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. The whole community is holy, every one of them, and the Lord is with them. Why then do you set yourselves above the Lord's assembly? When Moses heard this, he fell face down. Then he said to Korah, and all his followers. In the morning, the Lord will show who belongs to him and who is holy, and he will have that person come near him. The man he chooses, he will cause to come near him. You, Korah, and all your followers are to do this. Take censers, and tomorrow put burning coals and incense in them before the Lord. The man the Lord chooses will be the one who is holy. You Levites have gone too far. Moses also said to Korah, Now listen, you Levites, isn't it enough for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the rest of the Israelite community and brought you near himself to do the work at the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the community and minister to them? He has brought you and all your fellow Levites near himself, but now you are trying to get the priesthood too. It is against the Lord that you and all your followers have banded together. Who is Aaron that you should grumble against him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they said, We will not come. Isn't it enough that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness? And now you also want to lord it over us? Moreover, you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Do you want to treat these men like slaves? No, we will not come. Then Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, Do not accept their offering. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them, nor have I wronged any of them. Moses said to Korah, You and all your followers are to appear before the Lord tomorrow, you and they and Aaron. Each man is to take his censer, and put incense in it, 250 censers in all, and present it before the Lord. You and Aaron are to present your censers also. So each of them took his censer, put burning coals and incense in it, and stood with Moses and Aaron at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Korah had gathered all his followers in opposition to them at the entrance to the tent of meeting, the glory of the Lord appeared to the entire assembly. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Separate yourselves from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. But Moses and Aaron fell face down and cried out, 
O God, the God who gives breath to all living things, will you be angry with the entire assembly when only one man sins? Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the assembly, Move away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Moses got up and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. He warned the assembly, Move back from the tents of these wicked men. Do not touch anything belonging to them, or you will be swept away because of all their sins. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Dathan and Abiram had come out and were standing with their wives, children, and the little ones at the entrances to their tents. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things and that it was not my idea. If these men die a natural death and suffer the fate of all mankind, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something totally new and the earth opens its mouth and swallows them with everything that belongs to them and they go down alive into the realm of the dead, then you will know that these men have treated the Lord with contempt. As soon as he finished saying all this, the ground under them split apart and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households and all those associated with Korah together with their possessions. They went down alive into the realm of the dead with everything they owned. The earth closed over them and they perished and were gone from the community. At their cries, all the Israelites around them fled, shouting, The earth is going to swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, to remove the censers from the charred remains and scatter the coals some distance away, for the censers are holy, the censers of the men who sinned at the cost of their lives. Hammer the censers into sheets to overlay the altar, for they were presented before the Lord and have become holy. Let them be assigned to the Israelites." So Eleazar the priest collected the bronze censers brought by those who had been burned to death, and he had them hammered out to overlay the altar, as the Lord directed them through Moses. This was to remind the Israelites that no one except a descendant of Aaron should come to burn incense before the Lord, or he would become like Korah and his followers. The next day the whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. You have killed the Lord's people, they said. But when the assembly gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron and turned toward the tent of meeting, suddenly the cloud covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron went to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord said to Moses, Get away from this assembly so I can put an end to them at once. And they fell face down. Then Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer and put incense in it, along with burning coals from the altar, and hurry to the assembly to make atonement for them. Wrath has come out from the Lord, the plague has started. So Aaron did as Moses said and ran into the midst of the assembly. The plague had already started among the people, but Aaron offered the incense and made atonement for them. He stood between the living and the dead, and the plague stopped. What 14,700 people died from the plague, in addition to those who had died because of Korah, then Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance to the tent of meeting for the plague had stopped. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and get twelve staffs from them 
one from the leader of each of their ancestral tribes. Write the name of each man on his staff. On the staff of Levi, write Aaron's name, for there must be one staff for the head of each ancestral tribe. Place them in the tent of meeting in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law, where I meet with you. The staff belonging to the man I choose will sprout, and I will rid myself of this constant grumbling against you by the Israelites. So Moses spoke to the Israelites, and their leaders gave them twelve staffs, one for the leader of each of their ancestral tribes, and Aaron's staff was among them. Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant law. The next day Moses entered the tent and saw that Aaron's staff, which represented the tribe of Levi, had not only sprouted but had budded, blossomed, and produced almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from the Lord's presence to all the Israelites. They looked at them, and each of the leaders took his own staff. The Lord said to Moses, Put back Aaron's staff in front of the Ark of the Covenant law to be kept as a sign to the rebellious. This will put an end to their grumbling against me so that they will not die. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. The Israelites said to Moses, We will die. We are lost. We are all lost. Anyone who even comes near the tabernacle of the Lord will die. Are we all going to die? So we clearly have a bit of an uprise here against the leadership of Moses. And I feel like they all might even need t-shirts that just say, sorry about what I said when I was hungry. <laughs> uh, they're clearly disgruntled and angry. And in that you start questioning decisions and motives and we see God stepping in. And we have to be careful that we don't start questioning God's motives of just smiting people for the sake of smiting. But this is a clear act of rebellion against his chosen people. And, you know, it just causes me to look a little further when I have taken the motives of God into my own hands not knowing or forgetting in the moment that there's a much greater story being told than what I want to make up in my simple mind. And so with that being said, uh, we'll turn the page tomorrow and see how this story continues. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, that even in our rebellion, in our hunger, in our fatigue, in our inability to understand or inability to try to understand, you are still there and you are still good and you are still for us. And we thank you that even when we are fed, <laughs> when we are rested, when we try to understand when we ask for wisdom and understanding that you meet us and your grace is what finds us and we thank you for that and i pray this now in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen
daily audio Bible. That's home base. Check it out. If you have not, take a look around. Take a look around. Take a look around. <laughs> that's past tense. That's also the mobile app. So you can download that. Uh, just know it is a work in progress, but it is there and it is free and it is available. If you would like to partner with us, we thank you so much for your partnership. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or hit the give icon. It's located up at the top right hand corner of that app. And lastly, look for the give uh, icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164 or hit the red circle button up at the top right-hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to Chronological and it will get to the right place. That's our time together for today. Thank you for allowing me to be here with you. It's my joy and my pleasure, my honor to read the Bible to us together in community. I look forward to turning that page with you together tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hi, this is Chastity from Kansas. I just wanted to call um, and ask for prayer. Next Wednesday, March 1st, um, our son, um, who just turned four, he has to have uh, dental surgery um, just to get a couple of crowns and just to fix a couple of things in his teeth. Um, the dentist um, had wanted to do it without anesthesia, but with his autism, um, I did not feel comfortable. He is just starting to get to where he's okay with us brushing his teeth, and he actually helps with brushing his teeth. Um, so I did not at all feel comfortable with doing with no anesthesia. So um, he's done well with anesthesia before, so um, not too concerned, but I do just want to ask for prayers for the surgery. Everything goes well, healing goes well, and then also um, we have to travel um, an hour for that very, very early. We have to leave home probably around five in the morning or a little after um, just to get there early enough. Um, we have to be there by 6.30 in the morning. So prayers for that. And if I have to work the night before, I will not get off until very late. I will probably not get to bed until around 1 a.m. So that will be very um, challenging to get up for that. Um, and to get out and drive an hour. So please pray for us. I love you all. I pray for all of you with every prayer request and even those who do not call in. I want you to know you're seen, you're loved, you're heard, and you're prayed for. I love you all. God bless all of you. Have a blessed week. Hey there, it's Pam, his ransom soul in New Jersey, calling in to pray for some of my DABC family. And I just want to say quickly before I go to prayer, these particular situations resonate so deeply with me and break my heart because I'm dealing with similar situations and struggles with regards to my son Thomas, who is 30, has some special needs, and the enemy is just having a field day attacking him and my family. Father in heaven, I praise you for who you are. You're a good, good father, a refuge in our times of trouble, a strong tower into which we can run. I thank you that we can come to your throne of grace with confidence any time of the day or night, and you are there for us. Father, I lift up Nydia from New Jersey and her son Nick, who is just drowning in depression, and Aaron from Houston and his cousin Kevin, who is dealing with all sorts of things like demonic attacks, intrusive thoughts, and OCD. Lord, 
We see our loved ones in the midst of these horrible and frightening life storms. We don't know what to do, and it hurts us to realize we cannot help them. But you can. You can pull them up out of the sea of depression. You can calm the storms in their lives. You can silence the intrusive thoughts and deliver them from the enemy. So I come to you, Father God, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and strong deliverer, and ask that you be their light, their anchor, their hope, and remind each loved one of ours here in this community struggling with mental illness or are under enemy attack, that they are your children, that they have been fearfully and wonderfully made, that they are dearly loved by you and are precious in your sight. Father, your will be done in their lives. Amen. Good morning, Dabsy. This is Tony calling in from Suffolk. Today is Saturday, February 25th. This message is for the grandmother that called in reference to her daughter that's pregnant and she's gone back home um, to the uh, father that was uh, physically abusing her. Uh, I believe, as you say, that God is protecting her. Uh, she will continue to be protected. But as you stated at the end of the day, um, God allow uh, us to go through some things to let us know that we really, really, really need um, to put him on the forefront and just claim him as being our Lord, Christ, and Savior. So once again, I'm just trusting and believing um, and standing in agreement um, with you um, that she is protected and God is going to get the glory out of this situation. Um, I continue to speak divine protection uh, over her, over the, uh, the baby and um, your granddaughter. So I just continue to stay in, um, in the gap with you that God is still, as I stated, protecting her and um, God will get the glory out of the situation. So you just continue to hold on and know that God is, um, he's doing something mighty. You guys have a great day. Good morning, D-A-B-C. This is the woman at the well, previously known as One Penny Sage from Southwest Missouri. And I made a commitment that I would call in with little tidbits of um, just knowledge that I've gathered from being a woman at the well. And I just wanted to put it out there that those of you who are dealing with discouragement and self-condemnation, self-loathing, loneliness, um, low self-worth, all due to being trapped in an addictive, compulsive lifestyle. I just want to give you hope, you guys, that for 45 years, I was in bondage. The last 16 years, I submerged myself in daily audio Bible, listened to it whether I wanted to or not. And now, of course, I'm a, you know, quadruple dabber and sometimes listen to it twice because God's word is now my addiction <laughs> and it's pretty nice. And that's where deliverance lies, y'all. But remember, fellow persons at the well, that though you have found deliverance and freedom and forgiveness, when you run back into town, those people whom you left there probably will not feel the same way you do. And sadly, a lot of Christians whom you need most, they run from you. But keep your eyes on Jesus and don't give up. 
You're not alone. I love you. Hey, DABC family. This is Joy from Mexico. I would just like to ask for prayer because my boyfriend just broke up with me. Not for anything bad that either of us did, just... Uh, he stopped, I stopped making him happy. Um, whatever, something in our relationship just wasn't healthy. And he thought it was wisest that we part. And I know, I know that the Lord has secured my lot. And that my, the boundaries of my future fall in pleasant places. I know that my future is bright and I have hope for the future and I have joy. I, I had joy as he was breaking up with me. But I still, I'm scared. I'm scared that uh, like this peace will go away, that I will have to struggle really hard. I've been struggling a lot for a long time already with this. It's been kind of obvious to me, I think. I felt unwanted for a long time. I have hope in the Lord. I have joy in the Lord. It doesn't come from my boyfriend. It, it doesn't. So I'm okay. But I'm afraid that I won't be okay. I'm afraid that I will fall and be weak. And I want to remain in his arms. So if you could all be praying for me, I would really appreciate it. Thank you.